Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Greetings. Happy July, guys. So, hey, I mentioned last week that during the month of July, I'm doing a podcast five-star contest. So there's a $200 Visa gift card to the winning five-star review and rating. And it's not based on what you say, but just a random drawing of all the people that do a five-star review during July. So I will find you and I will get your $200 Visa gift card to you. So please hook me up. I've hooked you up with... As of today, 135 episodes of really great, plus a bonus, so actually 136 episodes of really great career-related content, and I'd love for you to support me in that small way. So this is specific to iTunes. Go down to the bottom of all of the listing of all the shows. At the bottom, it'll show you where to do that. They've made it much easier than it used to be. So today we're talking about managing your boss's expectations about your job duties, which I think is particularly timely now as we go back to work and many of us are going back to work in a very different environment than we left and maybe we're being asked to do new jobs or take on a whole other person's work and, you know, all kinds of things. So in, in episode 36, I talked about the specific points at which it is important to manage your boss in terms of his expectations or her expectations. And one of those really important times is when a new responsibility or project is placed on your plate. Many employees would kind of naturally assume that their boss knows exactly what they already are doing minute by minute and whether they assume that if they gave them this project that they must have time for it and otherwise why would the boss have assigned it? So they're like, well, I must be I must be confused. I thought I was really already busy, but I must not be. But that's not true. Your boss has a general idea probably of what you're doing, but it's a mistake to assume that she knows how full your plate really is. And so I want to give you some steps on when a, when your boss puts a new responsibility on your plate, here are the things you want to factor in that you want to think about before kind of talking to your boss. Number one Has your boss told you that you are doing this new thing or has she asked you if she will take it on? And the reason that's important is there's going to be more room for negotiation if your boss is asking. There could be significant repercussions if your boss has told you to do something and you're trying to decline it, right? So you want to think about kind of the the politics and what this might do to your future in, in the company if you refuse it. And and I'm not going to recommend a refusing. I'm going to recommend some other strategies, but you just want to be really careful about, you know, reacting that way and trying to refuse a, basically a command. Number two, you also want to think about, is this a permanent responsibility or is this something temporary with a specific end date? So there's a very, it's very different to say, you know, can you take on Sarah's responsibility until she gets back from her maternity leave in six weeks versus, you know, you're going to be now doing the work of two people or you're going to be managing this program from here until you leave the company. And the reason that's important is that if it's temporary, you may have a lot more latitude to kind of move things around and put some other things on the back burner than if it is a permanent responsibility that you have to make room for, you know, ongoing. Number three, you want to think about how much of my time this new responsibility will take. So you want to realistically look at you can absorb this new responsibility without taking anything else off your plate. 
So to do that, you're going to have to get a really clear understanding of what the new responsibility will take. You may have to talk to your boss. You may have to talk to other people involved in this project, maybe the person who did the project before. It depends on the situation, but you really want to get an accurate read on the time commitment you would be making. Number four, look at how could you work more effectively and efficiently to accommodate the new responsibility. So your boss is going to really appreciate it if you can do the new thing and all the old things. So you want to take a hard look at how you're working to see if you can do that. So I'm not talking about working more hours, but rather working smarter within your existing workday, right? So hopefully the boss hasn't said, and if it means you have to work 14 hours a day, then that's what I expect of you. Hopefully it's the expectation is you're going to work about the same amount of hours. You're just going to be working on different things during that time. And then number five, think about, am I truly maxed out? And this is so important because you want to be committed that there is truly no more room on your plate. If you're going to go to your boss and present some options, which I'm going to share with you in a moment, as opposed to kind of a knee-jerk reaction. And I, my example of this, I had a, a coordinator back at, uh, back at Truman State University who, on two occasions, I sat her down in, in my office and I said, okay, I'm taking this thing off your plate. So I said that first, right? Here's what you are no longer going to have to do. She was very happy about that. Um, and this was not an overworked person by any stretch of the imagination. And then I said, and in exchange for that, here's the new responsibility that I'm giving you. And in both instances, she threw a pen across the room when I gave her those new assignments, even though I had already taken something major off of her plate first. So you want to be careful not to have that knee-jerk reaction, right? So that you really can think about, okay, here's how I'm spending my time. I'm really as efficient as I can possibly be. I'm completely maxed out. That's a much stronger position to go to your boss with. Number six is how can I leverage my new responsibility for future promotions or growth opportunities outside my current employer or within, right? So is this, a, is this an opportunity for me to grow a skill set that is kind of uh, emerging in me or, you know, I'm, I'm really getting to display a strength that I don't normally get to display? So is this responsibility one that I really want to take full advantage of because it makes sense for my career? And this is important because you then want to think, okay, I really am excited about this new project. I'm so excited that he or she is trusting me with this, but now I want to make sure that I can give it the proper amount of time. So I want to look at what I'm already doing and, you know, what needs to maybe be shuffled around or moved to the back burner so that I can give this new task, this new project, the amount of my time and energy that it deserves. And, and you, the other piece of this is you, you want to be, you don't want to feel like I'm overcommitted. I'm resentful of the new responsibility. You want to be all in on this new responsibility. And to do that, you need to look at kind of how you can leverage this and what's the benefit of this project for me long-term. All right. So how do you have this conversation with your boss? So number one, you want to get your facts straight before having the conversation. You want to lay out the facts as best you can. Here's how my time is, is being spent. Here's what I'm working on right now. And then also think about the timeline for each of these projects, because in some cases, it may be that you could say, hey, I'm finishing up this project in two months. Could I start this new project then 
would that work? Or could somebody take it over for a couple of months before I can get to it? Like those kind of things, you're coming from a position of offering solutions as opposed to just saying, I'm too busy, I can't do it. So number one, get your facts straight before you have this conversation. Number two, you want to explain the concessions you are willing and able to make to your boss. So if you're hoping for help, the best first step that you can make is to tell your boss what you can do to accommodate the project responsibility, how you will tighten your belt, you know, how you will rearrange your schedule, what you will give up in order to make this project work. So you're saying, okay, I'm meeting you halfway or I'm meeting you 75% of the way and all I need from you is this. Makes a big difference. Number three, you want to offer solutions and not just problems. That was one of my kind of kind of foundational um, edicts to my employees was don't come to me with the problem. Come to me with solutions, right? And it may not be that I take your solution, but the fact that you've thought it through and you haven't just come to me to grumble, but rather to say, okay, here's how I think we can solve this. That's a big plus in your favor. So instead of throwing your pen across the room, suggest a couple of responsible or reasonable alternatives to your boss. You know, which projects might you offload because they make the most sense to offload for how long? Maybe you have a suggestion of who would love to take that project on. Maybe you even went so far as to talk with that person and and kind of see that they were on board with it. Number four, partner with your boss on the solution and you don't want to create an adversarial solution. I like the idea of any kind of conversation like this that could be acrimonious. I like to think of me and the other person as being on the same side of the table, working together on the solution as opposed to sitting across from each other, again, in an adversarial position. So you want to think about how you can help your boss make the best decision based on the company, the department, not just you. This should not be a self-serving conversation. This should be about what's best for the company. And if you come at this conversation from that perspective, you're going to be much more successful. All right, so I hope that's helped you to think about how you can think about the possibility of the boss putting new projects on your plate and then how do you deal with that reality once it happens. So as always, I want to be your career coach. You've got my link in the show notes if you'd like to schedule a complimentary consult with me um, where we'll talk about where you're at, where you want to go, and how you're going to get there. See me on the socials. Don't forget the the five-star rating and review contest during the month of July, and I will see you next week. Take care. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.